Orsman opened its first car dealership in 1921. Now, over 100 years and many dealerships later, Orsman of Virginia can proudly say that when it comes to your car buying needs, if you want it, we've got it. Saving selection and service? Check. Lifetime engine guarantees and car washes? Check. Loaner cars and free Virginia inspections? Check and check. See, over the past 100 years, we've learned that to succeed in business, we've got to keep our customers happy. And that's the Orsman story. Orsman Ford Lincoln. Let's ride together. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey guys, what's up? This is Josh Norman. This is Joe Gibbs. You listen to Redskins Talk with J.P. Finley. What up, everybody? J.P. Finley here, Redskins Talk Podcast. We got a lot to discuss. Sua Cravens is back at the top of the list for Redskins fans, trying to figure out what's going to happen next with him. We're going to dig deep into Sua, and then there's plenty of other stuff to talk about. I had a pretty interesting tweet that got a ton of reaction from a lot of Redskins fans, and then we'll go around the league a little bit. Before we get started, my dude Rich Tandler is here. Tandler, say what's up, man. Hey, doing good. At, at long last, I think he's been on vacation for like three weeks or something. The local celebrity, Mitch Tischler, is going to join us again. Mitch, good to have you back. Happy to be back. I'm just glad that I missed all the sickness around here in the, in the days that I was gone. Well, I'm still sick as a dog. So to set the scene for everybody, we are all remote today. I am home with the bubonic plague. Tandler is probably chilling. Are you a lazy boy or office chair, Tandler? Office chair. Um, Mitch is in studio, I believe. I am in studio. And we got Pete Haley on the line. Pete, are you in studio with Mitch? Mitch is in studio looking tan, and I'm sitting right across from him, not as tan. Tischler, where you been, dude? Uh, I was down in the Dominican Republic for a little bit, kept my phone charged the whole time, and enjoyed the sun a little bit. Yeah, how many beer? Over, under, daily beers consumed. I'm going to set it at... How many days? I'm going to set it at 11, and I'm going to get everybody's guess. It was five days. Oh, my God. I go... I, I'm going 13. Pete? I'm going to go under. 11, even for Mitch, is a lot of beer. You're such a dork. 11 is the easiest over in history. Mitchell? So here's the thing. If it was a friend's trip, then the 11 is a poor number. It's way too low. But this was more of a family trip. It was more There was it was it more casual day drinking than it was ever aggressive. Um, mostly pina coladas, some margaritas, a couple of beers, but... It was much more relaxed than a normal a normal trip. All right, you guys can Venmo me, Tandler and JP. I'll let you know. Uh, okay. There was, no, there was no bet, you idiot. Um, it also pains right. me to tell Pete that he's right, so understand how difficult that was. Right. I think you're just uh, just trying to keep your reputation up uh, upstanding. That's what I think. There's nothing um, upstanding about my reputation. We all know that. <laughs> That's very Not true. much to lose there. I would laugh, but I'll start wheezing. Um, all right. Before we dig into the Sua Craven stuff, there's some housekeeping things we need to take care of. Um, Redskins Talk is killing it, and I want to thank you all, the listeners. 
We get a lot of great feedback on Twitter and Facebook, and that means a lot. And the the numbers for Redskins Talk are through the roof, and we really, really sincerely appreciate you guys listening. And we want to pay you back for that. And and what we want to do is have our salespeople buy you a shitload of beers. And to do that, we need you to leave us reviews. It's it, The only way to do it is on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, as Tandler is going to point out. So I think we're at about 130. Does that sound right, Tandler? Yeah, I looked at it a couple of days ago. It was at 130. Okay. We need to get to 150, and then we're going to have a party. At this party... Local celebrity Mitch Tischler will probably drink more than 11 beers. There's no probably. He will definitely. If Pete Haley can present a real ID card that shows he's 21, maybe we'll let him have a beer. Um, Taylor will give you the full IPA giggle. I hopefully will be out of the hazmat suit and back up and running. We're also going to do some raffles at this party. I've come up with a couple cool ideas. If you're a lawyer, don't listen to this. But if you're not a lawyer, I was thinking – we're going to raffle off something from Tandler's closet. We've already agreed on that, right, Mitch? Absolutely. I, I was thinking about being a lawyer once, so I'm going to put the kibosh on that. At All minimum, right. we're going to have Tandler t- sign the turkey hat, and we will auction that off. We're going okay, to auction. There we go. There's, not auction, raffle. Raffle, raffle, raffle. Yeah, raffle. Um, we're also going to raffle off two seats to come watch us film Redskins Redskins 100. Um, we had Chris mm-hmm. Bryant and uh, – and Loudmouth Faust, Deers and Beers, came in last week or two weeks ago. I think those guys really enjoyed it. It's a lot of fun. We'll try to get you in on TV. I think you guys would enjoy that. Again, if you're a lawyer, none of this is real, so just ignore it. And then I have some, uh, some memorabilia, some swag that I'm going to raffle off myself. So all of these things will be a lot of fun. We just need you to leave 20 more reviews. Mitch, I don't think that sounds that hard. It's not that hard. We know how many of you guys are listening. We see the number of, of listens on the podcast. Just click and leave a review while you're listening. The numbers are, are significant, and here's what I'll tell you, and I want to thank you guys. January was our best-ever month for this podcast. Boom. Um, and, and it's remarkable that January was our best-ever month when there were no games played. So we have a community here. We love that you guys are listening. We want to engage with you as much as possible. So let's have this damn party. All right. Number two on my housekeeping list, and I don't know how Taylor's going to feel about this one. Uh-oh. But I'm going to like this our, one already. <laughs> I'm going to do our boy Pete a solid. Um, what? As well as the Redskins Talk podcast is going, you know, King of the Mutts, Pete Haley, has a big part of that. And I think Pete Haley should have at least 1,000 Twitter followers. Taylor, do you agree with that? Uh, I don't know if he tweets anything worthwhile. I have right, muted a, Pete's line right now because I completely agree with you, JP. He needs Twitter <laughs> followers. Let's get him Twitter followers. I just don't want him to ruin it by saying something right now. Oh, keep him muted because he'll definitely ruin it. His Twitter is at underscore Peter Haley. Maybe if he had a less annoying Twitter handle, it'd yeah. be followers. Yeah. The underscore is so stupid. Hey, 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 hey. I am yeah, Mitch underscore Tischler. At least it's your name. At, in the, at the beginning. Yeah, the, the beginning underscore is so it's dumb. dumb. All right, but whatever. That's his Twitter handle. Go follow him. Um, maybe he'll be less annoying if he gets a thousand Twitter followers. But probably yeah, more. I doubt it. Right, but Pete has been very helpful. Um, all right, there's housekeeping done. Let's dig into Sua Cravens. I want to start. We all know. We all know what happened last year. If you're listening to this podcast, you don't need the history lesson. Um, I'm going to let Taylor give the history lesson if you're ready for it. RT, can you bring everybody up to speed on what happened? 
let's say between August 1st and September 15th of 2017 with Sewer Cravens and the Redskins? Well, going back a little further, it was uh, after the 2016 season, it was announced that he'd be moving to safety from inside linebacker where he played as a rookie. Uh, that was all cool. Went through OTAs, uh, through that early part of training camp. And then in uh, the first preseason game, he suffered a knee injury. So we went through that, and but looked like he was going to be okay for the start of the regular season. And then uh, right after, finally, the paper with the, or the fax or the, the email with the final cuts went in on September 2nd, he uh, started sending out, a, he sent out a group text to the, 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 I believe it was mostly the defensive backs, maybe some other members of the defense, uh, that he was putting football and that he was going to hang it up and, 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 and go away. And this kind of upset a lot of people. The Redskins uh, eventually put him on the uh, reserved le- reserve left team list, which put him out for the season. He was on a temporary list to begin with. After I believe it was after week two when they played in Los Angeles, and he didn't, didn't come to see the team um, at all. Went to the USC game, his alma mater, the night before in the same stadium. Did not uh, did not uh, see the Redskins. Talked to Doug Williams some, but then they put him on the reserve left team list, and that was pretty much the last we have heard of it up until uh, a couple of days ago. All right, I'm going to add a few things. There was a conversation between his agent and the Redskins front office. Many believed Sua was going to be reactivated with the team prior to that Week Two game with the Rams, or just after that game, and then the team went ahead and put him on the reserved non-injured list that shut down his season for the year. Um, later, I think it was December, um, Sua's representatives put out a note from the University of Pittsburgh Medical Center clearing him from head injuries and concussions uh, that, that we think he sustained. As, we know he sustained a concussion as a rookie that he said he dealt with vision problems. The, the long and short of this is Sua showed some, tr- some tremendous ability in spurts as a rookie and a lot of people expected a lot out of him in his sophomore season. Obviously, he never played. Obviously, the history or the, the situation is quite convoluted. Um, Sue is very active on social media, so if you want to get his take on a lot of this, you can find it via Instagram and Snapchat and stuff. Um, here's where we are now. That's the history of everything that, that has happened. Where we are now is Cravens has applied for reinstatement to be put back on the Redskins' 90-man roster. If I had to get, I mean, that's a technicality. It'll probably happen. I don't know what the timeline is, but I'd be shocked if that doesn't happen. Here, here's my question, and we'll start with we'll start with Mitch. Taylor just gave us all the history. What should happen between the Redskins and Sua Cravens? Well, I think Sua has to sit down and talk to the coaches. I mean, I think clearly there was some some uh, misunderstanding. I guess is a nice way of putting it back and forth between the two sides. And I think the coaches have to sit down and figure out whether this is a guy they can move forward with. You know, you can't you can't be left in a situation where you don't trust the player or don't know what you're going to get out of him. So I think the first thing that happens once he's reinstated is he's got to sit down and get in a room with the safeties coaches, with the linebackers coaches, with defensive coordinator and figure out, you know, where they stand, if they can get on the same page. And I think you go from there. You know, if they can, if they can, uh, you know, Get, they can get together and figure out, you know, where Sue was coming from last year, what happened, basically, then, uh, you know, they can move forward, potentially. But 
unless the coaches and the player are on the same page, nothing's going to change. All right, Taylor, what should happen between the Skins and Sua? Uh, I, yeah, I, I think they, they should talk about it. I, I think also, um, you know, I, I do think in this case, although it's, it's ultimately not their decision, I think you should get some input from the players. Now, we, we had some input from Mason Foster on, uh, on 980. I believe it was on 980 uh, yesterday or the day before saying that while he might welcome Cravens back on the team, he made it very clear he was only speaking for himself. He didn't know how the other guys would would uh, would, would think about it. So, you know, I, I think, you know, and that, but it's hard, you know, for the coaches in the organization to be counting on a guy like they were right up until a week before the season opener against the Eagles last year. You're counting on him, counting on him. Okay, we're good. And then, boom, he's gone not from an injury. Not from, you know, I don't know. I guess it was better than disappearing from a drug suspension. Um, but, but regardless, you know, he's there and he's gone. It's, it's difficult to operate that way. And I think that's the main thing that needs to get straightened out. Well, if you remember when we had the guys mic'd up uh, during training camp, there was an interesting conversation between Will Compton and Sua about, um, you know, Sua giving his all and what's he playing for. And, you know, he wants some part, uh, Will was telling me he wants some part of the Wolfpack and whatnot. So I don't think it maybe wasn't lost on the players that Sua wasn't the most motivated guy in training camp. I don't want to speak for the players by any means, but certainly there's perception that, you know, those guys could kind of see where, where his head was at. So here's the thing. I think it's tough because you hear stuff that you can't report, but you believe it. And I think there was a lot going on behind the scenes with, with Sua and his family during training camp and during the preseason. And I think players, a lot of players anyway, knew and understood that. I think in turn, I know Mason, Mason was pretty clear that, hey, he would still have to talk to the rest of the locker room. I think Sewell would be welcomed back by the locker room. I think largely coaches would welcome him back because coaches want to win games, and, and that's their focus, and they think Sewell could help him. I, I think the issue is the front office, and, and, and I don't think Sewell and Bruce Allen will ever see eye to eye on what happened last year. And I'm going to turn the page to what should happen to what will happen, and I don't think Sua Cravens plays for the Redskins ever again. And, and I'm curious what you two think. I, I, I tend uh, I would, to agree. Yeah. Go ahead, Matt. Oh, I, just, I tend to agree. I think that's a tough bridge to gap. I think uh, the timing of last year also was tough because it was the day after cuts were made. So that's, you know, that's one more kind of knock against whatever ended up happening. I think it's gonna, I think it's a tough bridge to gap. I don't know that I don't know that he's uh, I don't know that he plays in the Burgundy and Gold again. RT? Yeah, you know, yeah, I, I think uh, although I would tend to agree, I'm not I would not rule out him coming back. I don't know, it's too early, kind of early to put a percentage on it. You're the only one that's but trying I to be binary. That, yeah, well, come on, I, Taylor. I want I want I want an up and down vote out of you, parliamentary. I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm not going binary here, um, but. No, but what I was going to say is that they have to act as though he would be welcome back so that they can get something for him for a trade. You know, if they, if they, if they, you know, they like, no, no, you're not, you're not coming here because he should have some trade value. You know, if, if three years left on, if it was just a player, three years left on a rookie deal, then uh, the Redskins would have to take a cap hit for the, uh, the signing bonus part of it. So it would be basically 
more than minimum salaries, but certainly not a, not a whole lot in percentage and cap. So that's what the message they have to get out if they want to be able to get anything in return in a trade. I think with Sua, I, I think the Redskins front office needs to kind of be creative on this and not be so focused on a draft pick. And maybe this is a situation where look around the other NFL, look around teams around the NFL. There are other spots where there are disgruntled players or players that want more playing time or whatever the situation may be. And maybe this is a spot where you're like, look, we'll take your guy if you take our guy, and we can all try and move on. And, and I think that might be the trade market here, rather than, hey, we drafted this guy in the second round. Now we're going to get a fifth round pick on on draft day. That sucks. So. A lot to still be determined, but hopefully that explains a little bit about the Sua Craven situation. I have a feeling we're going to continue to hear more and more about it as that unfolds. Um, I want to move on now, fellas, to I had a tweet the other day where I heard a bunch of uh, some people on Twitter, and it's hard to like take, to take too much from Twitter because it's anecdotal evidence at best, but folks on Twitter were saying, I'm done with the Redskins because Kirk Cousins is leaving. And, and me, as somebody who has grown up in Washington and seen this franchise for the better part of 30 years, I was like, really? I mean, Kirk is good. Don't get me wrong. Kirk gave this team three good seasons, but that didn't add up to me. And I want to get first Taylor, who's seen more Redskins football than I have. I want to get your reaction. But real quick, let's hear from our sponsors. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. All right, so Taylor, you tell me, when you hear fans might bail on the Redskins because Kirk Cousins is leaving town, what's your reaction to that? I think that for every 100 people that say that, there might be three, four, or five that, that actually do. I think, you know, that's something that people say in, a, in, you know, in anger and frustration and that, but then... You know, it goes on, and the draft's there, and they say, well, you know, what, am I going to root for the Cowboys to get a good pick? Am I going to root for the Steelers, or am I going to come back around to the Redskins? And I think most of them will, will say that as venting. You know, I get a, there's, there's a ton of venting on Twitter, and you can't, you know, it's vented, it's said, and then, like I said, when the draft comes back around or they, they sign a, 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 a good free agent, I think most of those people will start to do will 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 come back. Maybe you know, maybe with some lost enthusiasm. And I think, you know, that's kind of eroded to an extent over the years with a lot of fans. Just because, you know, R G three Right. I agree. Uh, with you that. know, Mike Shanahan, you can go through the go through the list of things that I was have gotten fans with, uh, excited. 
I, w- I was talking back and forth with Burgundy Blog, who is certainly a friend of the podcast, and uh, he was saying that for some fans, maybe this is kind of the camel that broke the – what the hell am I trying to say? Ooh, the straw that broke right. the camel's back in that people are frustrated by the Redskins' front office and then losing Kirk is just enough is enough. I, to me, Kirk has been a good player, but it's not like this is a dude that took them to a Super Bowl that they're now losing. You know what I mean? Like I don't get it. But, Mitch, keep your finger poised here. I actually want to hear from Pete on this because he's so damn young and he's never seen the Redskins be good. I'm curious his take on what losing Kirk means. Well, uh, once you pile on Kirk leaving and Scott McLuhan leaving the past or a couple years ago, those are two guys who looked like key components of a functioning organization that were kind of dismissed out of botched negotiations and weird relationships. So. I don't think people are quitting, but it's just the frustrations continuing to boil over. And I mean, there's not a lot of reason to have a ton of hope right now, but people quitting over Kirk, let's be real, come OTAs and mini camps when Alex Smith tossing balls to Josh Doxson, you'll be all in. But yeah, Scott and Kirk going the past couple of years has been pretty traumatizing. Even though we now know, we knew then, but now we know definitively that Scott didn't want to sign Kirk either. That's, what, that's one thing I don't understand. Is is McLuhan has been very clear that you can't overpay for Kirk Cousins. Listen, winning cures all. I mean, this franchise I, I totally has been in in lost for however long it's been. It's winning will cure all. The Redskins come out and they start start off three and zero. You're going to have everyone right back on the on the bandwagon. You're going to see FedEx starting to fill up again. There's not going to be you know the there's not going to be all the the questions and the complaining and the crying that's happening now. Winning cures all. They go out there and they get some wins. Things will change. Well said, Mitchell. Um, all right, we're going to keep it moving. So, Tandler, I want you to explain why the Redskins aren't going to trade for Emmanuel Sanders as things currently stand. Try to give it your 140 characters version of your of the story you wrote. Uh, money. I mean, the guy is going to care. If you trade for him, you're paying him an $8 million salary this year, $10 million next year. And if they wanted, a, if they wanted a 31 year old receiver for that much money, they would have kept Pierre Garcon. Send they tweet. Have it, that was easy. That was easy. I would like quick. that tweet. That was a good tweet, Taylor. That was very good. Thank you. That, that Thank was you. well done, Taylor. I, I I didn't expect you to actually explain it so succinctly. I wasn't prepared. Um, so in the same vein, and I'm sorry, I need a sip of water so I don't cough on the pod like Taylor. Hey, we've done a good job so far of keeping no coughing. I was ready. I was ready to mute Pete as I saw him start moving for it, and he he did okay. I'm struggling over here. I'm not gonna lie. Winning cures all, except for whatever JP's dealing with right now. It's the bubonic plague, I tell you. Hey, um, more Rice Krispie treats. That's the answer. We're also approaching a situation where my dog might lose it as the mailman's coming to the house. So I'm juggling a lot of things right now. I want to talk about AJ McCarron, and this may prove to be nothing because if AJ McCarron does not win his grievance. Against the Cincinnati Bengals, he will be a restricted free agent, and his value really diminishes because then it will cost teams a draft pick to get him. But if A.J. McCarron wins his grievance against the Cincinnati Bengals and becomes an unrestricted free agent, I think he could be a pretty interesting component in where Kirk Cousins ends up in free agency. And here's why. Money. I think a lot of folks think very highly of McCarron. A report already came out that the Broncos would be interested in him. I think you'd have to consider the Browns a target for McCarron because Hugh Jackson coached him with the Bengals. And McCarron's going to cost 
what do you think, Taylor? A third, a third of what Cousins will cost? I mean, no, he'll, he'll he will get at least Glennon money. Yeah. So we're at talking. I'd say more like here. You know, more than half. More than half. Certainly, yeah. a lot less money. Yeah. How much do you think McCarron's going to make? Nineteen a year? Yeah. Wow. Yes. I'll say fifteen to twenty. That's a pretty wide range you're painting. Richard. I'm going. I'll, I'll go seventeen to. Okay, I'll go seventeen to nineteen. More than half. It's still more than half of what Cousins will get. So, do you think that impacts Kirk Cousins' free agency options? Uh, you know, I, I don't know. You maybe. I, I don't know. I, I'm not real interested in this. Is a who covers the Redskins? I don't think it has all that much to do with it. But I don't think it really impacts. That's just my opinion. I don't think it really impacts Kirk that much. If a team wants McCarron, there, that's probably not the same team that's in the market for Kirk. Of course, well, the Broncos Denver, are going to. We've long considered in the market for Kirk. Well, I mean, of course, the Broncos are going to kick the tires for him. I mean, they'd be dumb not to at least say they're interested. Why wouldn't they be interested? But I think one of the most interesting things we're going to find out with Kirk is. Is this about the money, or is it about winning? Because I, I think, you know, Kirk has said it's not about the money, it's not about the money a number of times, but then he's also said, you know, I have to do my duty for other quarterbacks coming behind me to make sure I maximize my position. So I, I'm really, really curious how it all unfolds with Kirk. And uh, I, I think it, 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 it's too premature to get too caught up in the McCarran stuff because we don't know what will happen with the grievance. Um, Pete's telling me we're running out of time. So last thing I have on my list, Zach Brown's Twitter account. I know you guys all follow him. <laughs> it sure as hell seems like he's coming back to the Redskins. Don't you guys think so? A lot of hashtag HTTRs on that Twitter account these days. Pete, Pete how, how, uh, how excited do you – to borrow a phrase from Chad Dukes, do you get steamed oh. up when you – a Zach Brown tweet. So steamy, and especially when he's doing it with like Junior Gallette and they're both talking about HTTR, it gets real steamy. The podcast studio is steaming up as we speak. Did I can't even see Mitch right now. You're done, Nathan Pete. Foster's response to him? Yeah, of course. It just The whole defense is talking back and forth. It's good stuff right now. I'm feeling okay about Zach Brown coming back. Taylor, what say you? Someone who it, it takes a lot longer to get steamed up. Oh my God. Show, show, show me, show me a signed contract, and then, then I'll get, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll get a little jolt. Oh, Taylor getting jolted, dude. Things are getting. Uh, might have to. Re- might to might mark this pod NSFW or something. I, I hope to God no lawyers are listening now, or else we're all screwed. <laughs> we're all screwed. Um, Zach Brown's playing the game very, very well. He's letting <laughs> the Redskins know he wants to be there. He's hamming it up for the fans, so they put pressure on the team. He's playing. He's playing the game well. I, I think it's great. I think it's exciting. I think it's fun. And I think the Redskins do need to bring him back. But he's definitely playing the game well. Well, and you know, if you sign Brown, it really opens up that thirteenth. To me, the thirteenth pick is very open right now, anyway, because they've addressed quarterback. I don't know. I think you go hardcore best player available, no matter what. I know a lot of people see Vita Vea as the guy at thirteen. I'm not sure. I see that. Just this organization has not invested a ton at the nose tackle spot in. In general, I don't know that they would put a first-round pick there, but we'll see. we got a lot of time before we have to talk about first-round picks. Taylor, anything to say to the folks before we hang up? Uh, Deron Payne, first-round pick. He can play nose tackle and swing outside. And, uh, yeah, Facebook. Check out my uh, my Facebook page, facebook.com slash NBCS. you got to be able to say slash right if you're going to give yourself a Facebook page. I know. Yeah, I know. That's I just I blew my opportunity maybe, but check it out anyway. 
Pete does not get another chance to talk today. It was a good podcast for Pete. We're going to let him end well. Uh, Tischler, any last words? Enjoy the offseason, guys. You got uh, oh, we got um, the combine coming up. You got the combine God, coming up. Is, Get ready for the draft stuff. It. You guys are all blowing it on your last words. Um, two things for me. Uh, depending when you listen to this, a lot of, could happen. But Thursday night, we're going to have Junior Gallette on Redskins 100. It should be very interesting. So watch for that. And then through the magic of television and podcast, Pete, we're going to turn that interview into a podcast for Friday morning. So be listening for that. Number two, and, and Mitch, um, you're just going to have to trust me on this one. As of now, Redskins Talk podcast Mount Rushmore only has one member. It's a guy named Charles Honey, who's a fantastic dude. I'm putting another member in. It's a guy named Danny Frank. And, uh, Danny, if you're listening, know that you're now in our Mount Rushmore. The good news for everybody else, there's still two slots available. So plenty of, plenty of space still up there. You got to do something real nice for uh, for Mitch, though. Um, for everybody listening, thank you very much. Be sure to leave your reviews. Be sure to follow me on Twitter, JP Finley NBCS, and Instagram at JP Finley Three. And as always, if you made it this far, I owe you a beer.